0: Hi, I'm Lizzie Bloodbox. <laughs> I'm
1: Kathy Campbell. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: you know, I was trying to talk like Elizabeth Holmes earlier. Oh, that sounded British. Ho- Holmes, Holmes. Uh, Ooh, uh, does that make me uh something something Sherlock joke? Uh, something, something, Watson. Uh, I, d- I don't know. I am whoa, machine, Watson. Watch.
1: Ma-
0: hmm. Oh, uh, oh, oh! I get it because it's called Watson. Okay. Yeah. That was... <laughs> uh. <laughs> And welcome to Roboism. That's how we start the show. It's a podcast about robots and tech and isms, but mostly robots. And today we are going to talk about a person who I don't think is a robot, but has been in the news quite a bit lately for her robot box that did not work. And her name is Elizabeth Holmes. Kathy... Can you tell us who Elizabeth Holmes is? So
1: my, let me preface this with saying that my knowledge of Elizabeth Holmes comes from the HBO documentary um, that I
0: definitely know the name of. Everyone calls it Bad Blood, even though it's definitely not called that or the dropout. Gosh, I wa- I <sighs> literally watched this yesterday. The inventor, the Out for Blood in Silicon Valley. Oh, oh it has a st- stupid name. That's why yes, none of us
1: can that's, remember. That's why none of us can remember because it's a terrible name. And when I saw the, you know, little flash up that they always have on, you know, here's the different shows on HBO when it came out in 2019. And I saw it. I was like, what? I don't even know what this is about. Um, And then I remember people telling, like, talking about it. I was like, okay, I'll watch it. I've now watched it three times. It's a very good documentary. It's a very good documentary. And every single time I watch it, I'm just completely shocked with the amount of... How do I say this? Like, startup speak? where someone comes in and that someone being Elizabeth Holmes and is like, we're going to do this without any like actual
0: knowledge behind it. First, they call you crazy and then you change the world or you're actually crazy. <laughs> right, right. You know, it, it doesn't
1: have to be an either or like it can be both. Um, And uh, changing the world as in giving some people some jobs for a little bit um. And learning what not to do. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> Elizabeth Holmes decided that she wanted to create, she had, she, she was scared of needles. Um, and, and, and decided to make a, like, blood test thing that only took a little bit of blood so she wouldn't have to give more blood. And... It basically didn't work and it was supposed to be this tiny little box that you could just put a drop of blood or a couple drops into these little canisters and it would run all of these tests and Mm -hmm. magically you could get, you know, your stuff and healed and learn all of the secrets in your blood Um, and... Then she basically was called out for the lies and cheating. And one of the stories that they tell in the documentary that just, like, really sticks in my brain is when they would have testers come and, like, here's the machine. Give us a little blood.
2: Mm -hmm. And then they would Mm -hmm. go on a
1: tour of the building and come back and they'd have a printout on the machine. But what you didn't see was that you would take that blood and run it to a real lab and run real tests and then come back and like say, so just like a master of like
0: manipulation and lies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of hot takes about Elizabeth Holmes who. Everything that you said was correct. And she was. (laughs) Oh, well, I mean, um, Theranos never claimed to cure anybody. Just that you would get the blood test so that you could be cured faster if you wanted. And. There was this, I believe, and she told a story about her uncle, and it was really heartbreaking and and sad, and it turned out later that, like, this, she didn't even know this uncle who was, like, afraid of needles and died and, like, it, yeah. Um, yeah. And she also claimed to be afraid of needles. And uh, the first self-made woman billionaire is how... She was described, and you know, Fortune five hundred, top one, um, like t- most influential people in the world, all of these things, and uh, she had Theranos basically was a unicorn, meaning a uh, startup that is valued at at least a billion dollars, right? Yes. And the absolutely wild thing was, yes, she and she was able to trick all of these investors. By doing a variety of, like, smoke and mirrors type thing, including... Being like, uh, hey, Mr. Walgreens, yeah, look at how cool this is. Just do a little pricky prop. And then uh, let's go just look at some other stuff over here and come back and surprise this blood test that um, only is supposed to take 12 minutes. Took like three hours, but no one knew that except for the folks who were doing the blood tests and were lying for her. And no, there is no judgment. on on my part for these poor (laughs) lab assistants who... Not at all. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And in in fact, the initial whistleblower of this was one of um, the people involved who... uh, He worked there, and his grandfather was one of the investors who had, like, millions and millions of dollars, and he went to him because he he was he was like a he was a good boy. He knew that he had an immense amount of privilege and things kept going and down going down and down and down spiraling into more lies and he went to his grandfather and was like, "Hey, you're going to lose millions of dollars." And then he was ostracized from the family. Um until more evidence yeah. came out. There was more and more whistleblowers including one lab tech who uh she she was hired because she, it was it was the kind of thing of <laughs> she was a token she she was another woman in the lab and she immediately saw things that were n- both not right in terms of not working right but also just it wasn't run the way a lab should have been like she saw s- blood sp- splatter uh, spl- splatter is just a funny Blair. word and and so she was like oh th- this is this sample is uh, corrupted Go in the trash and then she would come back and that same sample would be out of the trash and analyzed and it was g- gross but also also incredibly dangerous. And uh, as far as we know, nobody died from taking a Theranos test and getting the wrong results. Freaking misdiagnosis. Y- yes. There was a uh, misdiagnosis of eight, a- uh, uh, p- the most prominent ones were. AIDS and uh miscarriage like saying oh you're going to have a miscarriage or uh or um no you aren't pregnant or yes you are pregnant right. and why you need a blood test for that I'm not sure or brother like <laughs> that that was the thing they uh Theranos tried to do lots of blood tests on this machine that didn't work that was fake they basically had imagine like a um What's it called? Not a Gutenberg, a Goldberg machine. I forget what Goldberg. Yes, thank you.
1: I I think of it more of like um, a fancy sideways. um, Oh, a Connect Four is always what it made me think of. Where like there's a little like (laughs) Slurpy thing that jumps around and it pulls things from one thing, and it goes to another, and and they get into the spots, but, like, some of the, like, computer recreations of the inside of the machine in the documentary were really entertaining, because, like, they'd be like, this is how it's supposed to be, and then they'd show, like, Mm -hmm. just fluids, liquids (laughs) everywhere, and... It's really
0: traumatizing <laughs> to think about what those are. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, that is correct. I I am not well actualing you. I am <laughs> I am saying because that machine also existed, but there were multiple iterations of this machine right. that was faked. So some yeah, like they had a conveyor belt some that like it dropped into a, a different machine that could actually do the test and it was Just an incredibly impressive act with smoke and mirrors, but at the end of the day, it was fraud. And after a a, a number of whistleblowers came out, um, Elizabeth Holmes was deposed, and she was accused of fraud, and now she is being sued by the U.S. government. And there are a couple things that we haven't mentioned about Elizabeth Holmes, the person. And that is where my very, um, blazing takes come in. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Kathy, how would you describe Elizabeth Holmes, not her business savvy, but just her as, like, a human being? (sighs) How she would, how she, um, presented, presented herself. Her- yeah. So I
1: would call her a blonde robot <laughs> <I> <laughs> who wish. was programmed to
0: pretend to be Steve Jobs. <laughs> I, th- that sounds like a pretty accurate description, except for the fact that I think if there were, if she was a robot, she would have been better at her job and better, See, even better thing, at tricking people. Here's the thing, though: she really okay. Here's my hot take:
1: she was really freaking good at her job because her job is to make people believe in her and get money,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she nailed exactly. it. Mm-hmm.
1: So. Obvi- okay, obviously, she did
0: a bad thing. This was not a good idea. Well, technically, well, actually, she <laughs> hasn't been convicted yet, okay, Kathy. Sorry, allegedly, <laughs> she did a bad thing.
1: Uh, um, allegedly, <laughs> she was swindled and um, potentially harmed people not... To death, but with money and... Anyways, she could be a robot. Because her job of making people believe in her idea and giving her a lot of money was successful.
0: Including the actual corporation Walgreens. There was a time in which Theranos machines were in a, a, a bunch of Walgreens. And people – that's where the majority of the false tests came from and where the confusion uh, from the public came from because they would go in expecting this little prick and then uh, – and then, <laughs> like Elizabeth Holmes. They found um, a big prick. Yeah, they found – they found that was t- they would uh, be – a big vial of blood would be taken from them and they're, they're like, wait, I thought this was a little thing and – The texts were directed to say, oh, this is, we're doing this for a different reason. The machine broke down or the the lab isn't ready. I wish that I could give you like a concrete, well-informed list, but I have read the uh, main book about her, which is Bad Blood um, that was that was like the first big whistleblower thing because it's based off of the, the new, um, the Wall Street Journal articles. And seen the, the, poor, the poorly named movie, listened to The Dropout multiple times, which is a podcast produced by ABC. And it's called The Dropout because she dropped out of Stanford. That's another like thing people love to say. Yes. Um, as and, and there is another uh like a like a sequel to the to the book also called Bla- bad blood and these are all incredibly interesting and it's a fasc- it's incredibly interesting and a fascinating story to follow however, the way that Elizabeth Holmes is portrayed um i mean she's portrayed as, as usually a sociopath, and i do I think, she is, I think it's problem, a little problematic to give a, a diagnosis to strangers, but everything I've seen makes me think that she is um, a sociopath or has sociopathic tendencies. Like, and so when I say that, uh, um, I mean in the clinical sense of just unable to have empathy for other people or just lacking certain areas of empathy, right? Right. And, uh, but then... There's constant talk about her wardrobe, her hair, how she treats her wardrobe, how she talks, and more recently, uh, how it, who she dated, which was her like second in command, the COO, and he he has also been um, he, he's also allegedly. <laughs> allegedly committed allegedly. fraud allegedly uh but he was kind of in the um sunny bow ba- one i'm so, oh gosh i'm so white i apologize um no you know what? you know what if you're listening you're you're terrible i don't care um <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm. I this riles me up a bit. But he's wasn't talked about a lot in the media because you know he was behind the scenes screaming at people like the stereotypical uh, startup boss. And uh, and Elizabeth Holmes always was always in the spotlight, and uh, she clearly wanted to be right. She even said so much. Mm -hmm. Uh, But immediately, even before Theranos was debunked as a total smoke and mirror situation, as you said, she would dress like Steve Jobs in that she had a black, vague, like, turtleneck. Uh, That's... Is that what it's called? Wow. I don't know what... Yes, it's a turtleneck. Yes. And uh, then, uh, like, the same pants and the same shoes. And people are, like, obsessed with this. And, like, Elizabeth Holmes, possibly the next Steve Jobs, possibly the next Steve Jobs. She wants to be the next Steve Jobs. And uh, she kind of, she didn't address it in, like, I want to be the next Steve Jobs. But uh, she did say- She leaned into it. She she leaned into it. And she said, you know, if I just wear the same thing every day, I don't even need to think about it. And the- and. That's true. And also I wear the same thing every day. And you know what? A a tons, literally, I think dozens, perhaps hundreds of potential tech startup founders, VCs, and just like a ton of men in Silicon Valley do the exact same thing. Yes. and This is
1: like a fairly normal thing that happens all over the place but oh my gosh because she was a woman and because she chose a black turtleneck which let's be fair was not really the best choice i mean i don't even know i well what are the many reasons well one turtlenecks really aren't flattering on anybody i agree there at all um and Black is really not flattering, especially when she'd like wear it with blazers and things, because basically it looks like your head's just kind of floating.
0: <laughs> it's true. It did make her look more
1: like a robot. Yeah. And uh, so so really, I, I I'm i leaning in on the fact that she's a robot. We'll just go with that.
0: And uh, t- speaking of robot, her voice it was very distinct, and it was a lot deeper than what you would uh, assume a s- 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 very slim blonde lady would have. Like, you know, just, yeah, we're saving the world. That was, <laughs> but no, she was like, I, c- I can't get over. First they call you crazy, and, and then you change the world. And I'm like, stop <laughs> saying that. Um, and it's also the soundbite um, a lot of reporters use. And there's this fixation around her voice as if that could be part of why she is guilty or why she is a sociopath. Like, oh, she's lying about her voice. And the only, quote, proof we sort of have of that is one of her Stanford teachers and, like, a few classmates saying, oh, yeah, her." as soon as I heard her voice, I was like, oh, come on, because it was so much deeper. And... As soon as I heard that, I'm like, yes, her voice sounds very funny. And I will make fun of that. With that. <laughs> so, I will admit that is an incredibly funny voice that she does. Yes. <laughs> I love trying to do it. But... It, it, I also change sort of the pitch of my voice depending on, uh, let's be real, how I want to manipulate people or how I want people to perceive me. Mm-hmm. Like, I try to be really nice with customer service and I'm like, God, I'm so, so sorry. And if it's some some jerk on a, a somehow got through all my spam blockers on my phone, it's like, hi, hey, do you have time to talk about your car insurance? I'm like, no. No. All right, goodbye. Sorry. <laughs> no. And... <laughs> <laughs> which is also ridiculous but you know what it got i think it got her more of what she wanted which is attention uh, right. and again uh, addressing someone's motives is what i, is I think a really uh, it, it, honestly i think it's sort of unjust and strange that our justice system has that and like that's why hate crimes can be kind of weird it's like how do you prove that, that someone like okay, someone did something terrible to someone in a marginalized community, and okay, we'll give them more jail time. But yeah, had oh, even you prove if, intent. Yeah, it's very. I, I won't say it's impossible. It's just very, very difficult. Um, but that is basically what Elizabeth Holmes is being tried for. Is con- is there's a number of charges, but basically, conspiracy to commit fraud. Because it was fraud. Like, it it, it absolutely was. And the court agrees on that. But what isn't clear is whether or not she knew. So if she can convince a jury that she didn't know about this happening, then essentially she is scot-free, like, I mean, because Theranos is its own company, it's, uh, Kathy taught me these things. um, So I can't, I can't be, uh, if I'm sued, it's, they they sue um, my, uh, the, the Cox LLC versus me as a person. So I will hopefully not go bankrupt. And hopefully I don't, commit any crimes. I don't know why I'm saying this, but the so the idea is like, well, we we just kind of like we'll let the Theranos thing go, but we need to prosecute prosecute you and uh, your probably co-conspirator, Sonny, who was um, I don't remember how much older he was than her. But again, it's like, uh, is that does that matter? Who, who knows? But they're not being charged together. It's two separate trials and it will be two separate convictions and this is where the intent part gets weird and what i think is some weird sexism coming in to the coverage of this trial that i i mean how can you get a jury that doesn't know about this. I mean it, it, they they did, but it was really really hard. Like not O.J. Simpson level hard, but pretty hard because right. it's the he, the whole the whole concept
1: of the fraud is like 12-layer chess. Yes. Like it's it's not a it's understandable that it could be very con- not confusing, but like deeply nuanced it, it,
0: it's confusing to to me okay I mean, <laughs> yes yes
1: it's it's super confusing and then you're expecting a level of intent with anything let alone oh well no one died yep. so yep yeah
0: i it just I, yep. I don't envy the jury i i don't I, either and in, in fact uh there are i i believe as of uh, are recording, two jurors have already been dismissed, not because they, uh, like, intentionally lied to, to get, um, to be part of the jury, but as, you know, they're preparing for the case, one juror is like, oh, actually, wait, I... Like worked at a Walgreens. It, it was like he worked at a. It was like he worked at at one of the places that Theranos had committed fraud and didn't realize it. Oh no! And they're like, excuse me, I don't think that I should be here. And then another woman um had a, a, unfortunately. If you don't know about Theranos, usually you're not a person who has a ton of time to watch a million documentaries and obsess over it in a very unhealthy way. And she was like, hey, I can't get, uh, I I was exposed to COVID, so I, uh, I just can't get time off for for this because i need to get a covid test and then i would have to um so she would have to like it, see it's so like there are a million different layers like she would have to get a covid test and then that's two weeks she has off of work so then she can't get more time of, off of work to be a part of the jury and there's only five alternates who uh, of the jury and wow i was i'm going to put this in notes but uh as i know from a cgp gray video jury nullification is a thing that can happen and it's hard yes. to understand but please please correct me or try to correct me if i'm wrong but jury nullification is when they find the defendant guilty but they don't believe the law is right in this case
1: i think that the more so they don't believe that like um The, uh, prosecutor has proven the case beyond a shadow of a doubt.
0: Isn't that a hung jury?
1: For the specific thing that they're trying to
0: go for. Yes, yes, yes. Thank
1: you. Yeah. So it's not necessarily, oh, the law is wrong, but more so the
0: specific... I mean, it'll be in show notes. (laughs) Yeah, it's really, really hard. That's why the video is like fifteen minutes long. It's, (laughs) and also you're not supposed to technically mention it to the judge because then it like could put you um, in what's the fancy word called Uh, contempt. Yes, yes. Thank you. Like you're in contempt of court by even knowing what this is. (laughs) So okay.
1: So jury uh. nullification is when a jury returns a not guilty verdict even though the jurors believe beyond reasonable doubt that the the defendant has broken the law.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So it was a, it was see we like we got there with the mix of both, both We of we ours. eventually and see this is why we have a
1: partnership in this podcast to eventually because let's be fair Everyone coming to Roboism wants to hear our opinions on <laughs> the law and
0: juries. <laughs> oh boy, I think jury nullification is a good thing, but but I'm I, I, honestly I, I oh, I'm not even going to joke about uh, it. I don't 100%. know enough. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah,
1: it's a hundred percent, especially like <laughs> it, re, it's such a, it's so complicated. All of mm-hmm. this, humans are complicated. I don't know We're, if you know this. I,
0: you know, I, that's why I prefer robots. Like, yeah. at least for now, there's not any sentience that we know of. So, <laughs> I, yeah. the reason that this is also complicated is, while we don't know what the defense's strategy is going to be, and, and we know the state's going to say that, um, you know, she committed fraud with intent and there was a deposition already. And that's where you ask the the questions that determine what you're going to be served with. And uh, it was she like pled the fifth the entire time. Like, um, I've been advised not to say I, I'm going to use my constitutional rights and I, I've been advised not to say. And the questions were like, Specific of did you know that this test wasn't true? Did you know that you were lying to this investor when you said that it was the machine would be ready in two weeks? A bunch of stuff like that. And the answers all the way down where I don't know. But uh, some texts have come to light as part of evidence that they the actually I believe as of now, both the defense and the prosecution are going to be using them like like romantic i guess you could call them romantic texts between her boyfriend Sonny, slash remember second in command and herself and this is where i think your theory that she's a robot it, it really comes into play because <laughs> they're they're not good no. <laughs> they're very, they're just very like tr- truly it's like a bot wrote them
1: well, and, um, actually Sonny and Elizabeth are exes now. Correct. And I just saw that, like, Sonny doesn't get a saved
0: seat for the trial. And do you know why that is? No. Because, he, well, we, we don't know for sure. Okay. But they are being tried separately, And uh, he could also, so he could, you know, somehow influence the jury or whatever. Uh, Mm -hmm. But also, it's been assumed that her defense is going to revolve around a couple things. One, that she didn't know anything and Sonny was in charge. Two, that she was in a emotionally abusive relationship and uh, she did all of these things because of his influence and three, she now has a partner who she is having a baby with. And she is very pregnant. And this is being seen by a lot of people as a way to get sympathy from the jury. Because hundred I mean, percent
1: Yeah, well, especially I so I'm looking at a photo right now, and she is not wearing the turtleneck. Total
0: transformation.
1: Her hair is loose waves, she's got light colors. I the these are all again, these are all things that if you've watched any episodes of Law and Order or any, you know, John Grisham movies or heck even the musical Chicago. <laughs> it's
0: all that they
1: both reach for the gun. Yes, uh it's all about the performance and what sort of um, emotional manipulation. So I'm wondering how... <sighs> my thought yeah. is less that Elizabeth is a robot and more so um, that she has some sort of, yeah, uh, sociopathic I mean, tendencies.
0: I mean, it, it can't be debated that she is a master m- manipulator because that is what she she did. Like, she got people to give her money yes. under false pretenses. But... I, I even forgot about the ponytail. That's another thing that people constantly talked about was, oh, her iconic ponytail, 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 and it was always weird. Oh, um, I'm not. Most women are portrayed in the press in a weird way, whether they are uh, good or bad. It's just, uh, yeah. And I, I don't think. I I think that this woman is incredibly guilty and uh, a little bit of, uh, uh, I think maybe not a monster, but has done monstrous things. But I have become so conflicted not about how she was portrayed in the press be- before. I think that was like oh, horrible when it was like, she's a billionaire and she's like Steve Jobs. And yeah. it's like, yeah, who isn't trying to be Steve Jobs? Who? What What man in Silicon Valley doesn't want to be a billionaire? Like
2: what, what Right? The heck?
1: <laughs> yeah, this is not a surprise. Everyone wants to do that. But because it's a woman, you know, hmm. Yeah. Well. And in,
0: in fact, I don't think, because the turtlenecks don't look that similar. Like hers is like a sweater when you first see it. I, and this is, see, this is me being a problematic because um, she she wore her little, uh, little, she had her uh, f- fancy pants. <laughs> her fancy pants. <laughs> her bloody fancy pants and, you know, the same, uh, just regular shoes, but she wasn't in like Levi's and uh, sneakers. And uh, if, like, like but that is a thing that happens. I have seen it happen. Like you walk into a startup and everybody's wearing the same jeans, the same like all birds style shoes and or like it's it's uncanny. <laughs> it's yes. it's very upsetting. But then and I I think all that's gross. But as you said This part is, like, straight out of an episode of Law and Order. Like, a woman uh, tricking a man and uh, and then uh, getting pregnant to garner sympathy. And then another thing is she asked the judge if she could take off her mask. And it it hasn't been released yet, like, why she asked that. But uh, the assumption... And assumptions are complicated, but the assumption is to uh, so that everyone can see her her face and how she reacts. And I I, I mean, that's not unreasonable, I I think. However, the jurors that dis- were dismissed and even the ones who like didn't know who she was, but they had like negative experiences with, with a boss or something or they they worked at um some sort of testing lab. They, uh, you know, reporters were like, so what did you think of Elizabeth Holmes? And a lot, a number of them were like, well, we made eye contact the whole time she smiled at me or, well, um, she she just kind of gave me like a creepy look the whole time, the whole time (laughs) I talked. And and i uh, like that sounds like someone who is a robot or trying to manipulate kindness yes. and welcome
1: <laughs> uh humans in law place i'm yeah. here to be judged by your human rules
0: yeah yeah and the other thing that is gross and, and I am, I feel like I am gross, uh, not, not an evil person. People contain multitudes, but we don't know whether or not she will take the stand. And kind of everyone's speculating, what is she going to sound like? Because right. if a jury doesn't know who she is and they hear this, uh, like, an innocent, um, you, you know, like, this... Innocent sounding woman who is pregnant and like uh, I mean that's a great that, that's what I would do yeah um, down 100%. to yeah and I I mean it's so it's so weird because she was portrayed in I think a very sexist way for so long and now even the guy who wrote Bad Blood which I actually I think is a very um you know, you know like even guild book um he's like i don't i want to put this as delicately as i can (laughs) but uh she's pregnant now and i can't help if you know like every defendant her lawyers want to make her sympathetic to the jury so maybe she did some things because it's like Maybe she did. And if, I, I don't know, Kathy, what do you think? I'm like, yeah. I'm literally having like a. Like crisis of consciousness because uh, (laughs) because well one because what is consciousness I think I have it but who knows Um, (laughs) and and two uh, I've been like reflecting a lot about how when I was younger I really looked up to a lot of billionaires and I, I I don't dress the same way every day because of Steve Jobs it's because I am lazy and i <laughs> i really like a certain kind of t-shirt well but, and there's there's a level of executive dysfunction that
1: you don't like a uh, dis- decision fatigue that you don't have to worry about because you aren't having to decide what to wear
0: there's nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. yeah especially for someone like me who doesn't uh like femininity and like fat or rather like fashion isn't necessarily my thing i don't know why i said feminine men are fancy and hot Can fancy and hot too everybody can but i am not (laughs) that way and it's uh, gosh i i'm
1: wondering it's it's uh, hard this is this whole situation is difficult because you come into it and you're like yes this person did a bad thing um allegedly if they are and they're they received a wide variety of notoriety because they were a woman. Mm -hmm. Well, once they get to the point where they, I mean, obviously are clearly a a female, like presenting themselves as look at me. I'm, you know, a female Frank, uh, Frank jobs. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a female Steve Jobs without actually saying that Uh, and leaning into that that connection and really like owning up and how amazing this is that I'm a woman running a unicorn and then turning around that that same like reasoning behind oh now that they someone is has allegedly done bad things and is on trial and is a woman. Do we treat them differently? How do we treat them the same? Because they've clearly done things that Mm -hmm. are allegedly bad, but they're presenting themselves in a
0: way that is telling a different story. Yeah. And I I think it can be said objectively that, the jury perceives someone who is very pregnant differently than someone who is not. Like, like, I no, everybody. Like, you just do. It's, it's like ah, that it's like that. There, the there's something growing innate, in that person, like, right? And not even reaction. That. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like we are humans and it's it's like if someone were pooping their pants, you can have all the sympathy in the world. Sorry, that has become my greatest fear because of actually the show Silicon Valley, which is very good that people uh, should watch if you like uh, seeing dunks on tech bros. (laughs) But uh, I mean, that's sort of well. and, And after that, too, if she throws this person who uh, she she alleges that this person abused her and if that's not true it's incredibly harmful to women who have been abused and 100% that's such yeah and it's such a talking point for people who um, have been accused, like they say, I'm falsely accused. Just like, and then insert famous person here, uh, and it's yeah. really. And I'm not saying that false accusations don't happen. And in fact, it's very hard for me to believe that this isn't a false accusation against uh, against her ex, Sunny. But but he he was also a baddie like like uh, Right. He's not fully innocent. It doesn't make basically the
1: layer of this is just like there's so many difficult things in this that make us look at both society as a whole and how we treat. Startups and how we treat billionaires and how we treat women, women, how we treat pregnant women, how we treat like. People that are on trial versus like, and the fact that she is a white woman. And people who have a, literally a billion dollars. Right. And the fact that she is a pregnant white woman is, of course, going to be part of the conversation. And it's naive to not have that part of the conversation, especially when we have seen this complete change in how she
0: presents herself. Mm hmm. And you know what? Maybe there there is a pot. I am not open to the possibility that she has truly changed as a human being and like is living a happy maybe life maybe she got an upgrade I, upgrade did she upgrade to yes. ios 15 <laughs> maybe maybe is using ios 15 and she's building shortcuts that'll eventually be used on the mac <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I, I think we should talk about iOS 15 eventually, but people are, everybody is um, talking about it right now, including um, many shows on Relay FM. Gappy, are there any shows that you want to talk about? I do, but mainly I actually want
1: to talk about uh, St. Jude because it's still September and we just recently had our podcast a thon. Uh, Relay FM has raised. More than $500,000, half a million dollars, Mm -hmm. y'all, this this year for St. Jude, which is absolutely incredible. We're so happy to have that money that we've gathered together. If you did not watch the podcast-a-thon, I highly recommend it. Super entertaining. Um, Lots of fun things in there, as well as some really poignant and incredible stories um, but because it's still September, there are still uh, 11 days. There's 31 days in September, right?
0: I 30? already yes. thought it was October,
1: yes. so yeah, whatever. Yeah, we're still in September. <laughs> um, there's 11 more days of September left as oh, wow. of today, the Monday, September 20th. Um, and that means that there's still time for you to donate to the podcast-a-thon. Um, September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. And Relay FM supports the life saving mission of St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, whose simple goal is finding cures and saving children. And uh, they do an incredible thing to not only save individual children, but use the research that they do in the hospital to then turn around and uh, provide that research to everyone so that you can save more people. And they do that for not a, a profit. And, oh, yeah, the kids that get treated, they don't get a bill. They don't have to pay any money.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, when I tell people about St. Jude, uh, I I joke <laughs> that, like, well, if you don't care about kids, guess what? <laughs> you, <laughs> their research goes to uh, folks around the world. Um, and uh, especially in America, doing all of this for free and sharing this re- research for free takes a tremendous amount of resources to do all of this research and i've never seen another organization that provides healthcare that that just I mean, like, pays it forward in a literal sense of like. In America, we don't get free healthcare unless you go to, you know, St. Jude, and so your your res- their research will be shared, uh, and then it could uh, it could save your life. It could could save a family member's life. One of uh, the the one that uh, the interview during the podcastathon that made me cry the most was actually when. Uh, uh Mike was talking to, gosh, I forget her name. I feel so bad. One of the doctors and researchers who was talking about Hodgkin's lymphoma, which is a cancer that we've been able to treat for a very, very long time. However, the way to treat it sometimes would be fatal. And that is, uh, th- that's what my b- brother had a few years ago. And he would, he would not have, he probably would not have had the, I'm not going to cry. Uh, anyway, we we wouldn't like, we knew Tommy's cancer would go away, but we didn't know if he'd be able to um, survive the treatment the side effects. And it was because of the research that St. Jude had done about how to tr- how, how to treat it with less uh just just less medicine and and in a more efficient way it's it's helping uh, like people around the world in and in the U.S. and it's absolutely wild so it's it's not just like they're (laughs) again I I joke but it's not as if they're just like saving a couple kids no this is a worldwide renowned hospital and I am not even looking at the talking points because I'm bad at that I just <laughs> am astounded by the work they do absolutely and they didn't uh, hire Elizabeth Holmes for anything either man
1: that totally gonna make a joke about how they don't put their cancer treatment in a box and sell it to Walgreens. Oh, oh man. Oh, gosh. Uh, so, yeah, for the rest of this month, or really, I mean, you can donate anytime to St. Jude, uh, but specifically for the month of September, the Relay FM community uh, has a specific like contribution collection plate thing. Um, so if you go to stjude.org slash relay, make a donation. Any donation is such a huge help. As little as $10 gets new toys for the treatments rooms, which like toys are great. Um, a lot of the, the conversations you have with anyone who's either been to or been involved with or been a part of St. Jude, you'll learn that they... There's just a feeling of joy and happiness at the hospital, which is not something that you would normally think is at a place that's really, really emotional and whatnot. But Mm -hmm. there's toys, there's the red wagons, there's all sorts of things that make this a place that is not as scary to go to. And every little donation helps if you donate more uh, if you donate a single gift of 100 dollars or more, you can receive a Relay FM stickers of thanks pack. And if your company matches donations, send a note with your receipt to stephen at relay.fm to get your company donation match linked into our uh thingy. <laughs> That's and, the
0: technical term. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what it's called. So I think, uh, um, mm, the campaign. list of donations. Campaign! Uh, Sorry. Okay. Now, <laughs> now, <laughs> now I know what it's called, too. Um, and, and let's say you're like, oh, I want to be a part of this campaign, but I just, you know, $10 is, like, I'm a student. I need that for a week's mm-hmm. worth of food. I That was, I mean, <laughs> that's how I was. Uh, if you can donate as little as $1, DM the Roboism account with your with a screenshot of your receipt, and we will send you a uh, Roboism sticker. And yes. the reason it's one dollar and not just the cost of a cent is be or a, a stamp is because I forgot envelopes were a thing. Why are mm. envelopes so expensive? What yes. the heck?
1: Well, and and also, um, I think you can't donate less than a dollar in the system.
0: Oh, ah, see, that makes it so, sound a lot better. <laughs>
1: so, yes, uh, donate a dollar. Don't worry. We've seen all of your tweets. We really appreciate the tweets that told us that the DMs were closed. Um, we yes, thank you. Are, thank are you receiving, so much for We're receiving that information. Stay tuned. We promise we will get your addresses, um, all of that. We will get
0: it cleared up at the end of the month. Um, Oh, yeah. Don't expect this until the beginning of October. No, no, no.
1: (laughs) Because the campaign is still going. It's still September. But yes, uh, we love our listeners. We love you. Uh, And we love St. Jude Children's Research Hospital.
0: Many people are in a position where they can't. uh, I mean, a lot of young listeners totally get why that you can't donate because... <laughs> credit cards exist yep. um just like s- spreading this um especially spreading c- clips of the podcastathon some of which are heartbreaking obviously but most of which are just really a celebration of St Jude and a-, a just complete embarrassment <laughs> of uh, our-, our two Relay FM switch on co-founders it's it's a delight. There is some peak
1: uh onesie content. You have balloons, you've got bamboozle beans, you've got uh walking on plastic, building blocks, you've got uh spinning wheels, plinko, i, I game shows Go and watch it. It's a delight. If you need something to just kind of raise your spirits, because every the community is there to raise money for St. Jude's, and that makes a big difference on the the vibes behind it.
0: Okay, I I uh, are, are we done talking about that? Because I I might cry again. Because yep yep okay yep. Oh. let's uh, yeah. <laughs> so back to less happy thing. Hmm. Yeah, it's like what it, it it's like okay. Can- cancer is worse than sexism, but also St. Jude fights cancer, so it's... Oh, gosh. People contain multitudes. Yes. <laughs> Social justice contains multitudes. It does. Oh, gosh. I-, I don't really have anything more to say about Theranos or Elizabeth Holmes until the you know the, the trial gets underway, and I-, I don't know if it's good to, like, the labor these points uh, that we we just don't know I, I if i am honest with myself i'm like that lady got pregnant for this uh, it, it, Who someone might have told her to someone like something something, but it oh god it is also worth noting that uh, her partner whose name I forget is also um, rich and a millionaire, and so because she's totally broke right, and oh it's uh it's not a good look as we say that that is that is a statement I will stand by is none of this that's a a brave brave stance well done I know you're welcome for my (laughs) service.
1: Oh, gosh. Yeah. So basically, robots can be good, except
0: not when we'll wielded, Yeah, I don't know if we should let robots be billionaires. I don't think we should yeah. let anybody be billionaires. Uh, so let's, you know, we, we've got a lot of work to do. But we will probably revisit this in, I believe it's the first week of December when the trial starts. Just because I think we Roboism is kind of about isms, and yeah, it might be in the name of our description. And I I don't know, I... Think it's important just to examine how women in tech are treated, especially when it's uh, in such a unique case. In in that, literally, this has never happened before. A yeah. a billion a woman who is a billionaire has well, n- not only is she the only woman who's been a billionaire, she's the only woman who has been put on trial for uh for for fraud. But I'm sorry, no the the um intent to move, uh to uh, intent to do, what is it even called like the intent to uh fabricate fraudulent materials it's it's law speak
1: <laughs> something like that uh yeah. and for the record yeah she's not the only billionaire woman in the world
0: i thought but isn't oh yeah sorry quote self-made because there you which go. is such a Uh, that's such a yeah yeah if a bunch of other rich people if a bunch of other billionaires give you money is that make you self i i I know i know know.
1: although according to oh this this forbes thing there's a lot of self-made hypothetically self-made billionaires
0: well Uh, i guess that doesn't make as good of a headline to cover it then not just
1: uh kylie jenner who apparently isn't on the list anymore. When is oh. this? What is this? What? Yeah, 2021, August 5th. Uh, Diane Hendricks, $11 billion in roofing. Who is Diane? Judy Faulkner, Meg Whitman, Judy Love, Marian Illich, Janelle Hunt, Ty Lee, Linda Resnick, Gail Miller, Doris Fisher, Alice Schwartz, and then Oprah Winfrey is number
0: twelve. Well, oh, oh, that's right, Oprah. What the, mm, what the heck? I mean, heck? I wasn't gonna say
1: what the hell, the Oprah dog. Winfrey. <laughs> but don't forget, don't worry, Rihanna's on there, and so is uh the goddess of
0: all, Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. But I thought she had stopped. She literally. Like, gave enough away that she wasn't a billionaire. I, that would yeah. be a lovely story, but I bet no, it's not true. Okay.
1: Sorry. Uh, I missed the B for an M. She only has 350 million. Oh, as, uh, s- her there net we worth. go. <laughs>
0: oh, gosh. Well, I guess representation does matter because there's yeah. a whole, whole lot of those people. Oh, boy. Uh, it's, I mean, we should have a whole other episode between the difference between millionaires and billionaires, but no time wow. for that. Yeah. Oh. No, nope, not. today not today today. well i think we did a a a pretty interesting job of covering this
1: yes (laughs) maybe someday there will be some better blood testing um options out there uh theranos was
0: not oh well uh i i actually um once again everybody come on please 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 get vaccinated yes and the research that has come from uh, the mRNA vaccines are, it's already being like, oh, we might be able to cure AIDS. Not like just prevent it, but literally cure Dude. in autoimmune disease. And that's, that's, that's freaking awesome. I'm, that is incredible. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, it's like I'm really gay and that hits home. Um, all right. Hey, I'm not gay and that hits home. <laughs> I don't know why i found that funny <laughs>
1: i'll take it i am oh. hilarious <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh i hope that's if i hope that if elizabeth holmes is found not guilty that's the laugh that she makes as soon as she <laughs> <say>. <laughs> <laughs> she's like <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh, all right well this has been roboism thank, thank you for listening, listening.
2: be optimistic domestic.